city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So follow, subscribe, like, or comment for Keys to the City. What a crazy, crazy time it is for the NFL. It's past December. It's crunch time. Joseph McGuire, just come on in. I don't even need to introduce you anymore. You come in whenever you want, buddy. Just remember, and I just finally got to know that you have a ponytail, and it looks very nice. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. My my wife hates it. Oh, no. So I uh, keep it. Decisions, decisions. <laughs> There's so much going on in the NFL season right now that we have to find a way to just find a couple of topics to talk about. That's how much is going on in the NFL. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, we are still in week 12 because there is a game going on in two hours, believe it or not. And then they got to play at 340 because the tree lighting for Rockefeller is going on later. So it's just crazy. We're still in week 12, but we're going to start with Big Blow. We're going to get into later on the quarterback and head coaches combo that we were talking about Sunday. We're going to continue that as well. And then who is right now the scariest quarterback receiver, receiver combo in the NFL? Good luck because all three of us have to pick one. Because it's I have stats to back them all up. It's going to be tough. But let's start off with Big Blue. We thought this would be one of the easier wins for the Giants in this final month of the year. It ended up becoming one of the tougher ones and one of these situations that we're not used to as Giant fans. This is going to be the first time in a long time that the New York Giants are going to have a backup quarterback, most likely starting against Seattle. And this is where I want to bring back the great number 10, Eli Manning, Captain E, because we all took Eli Manning for granted. We always wanted to bash him, loved him, whatever you want. Tad, I remember you, you used to want, you wanted to go rip his head off at times. But this is where Eli Manning's legacy as a giant quarterback in an NFL history really needs to stand out because his greatest strength was always staying on the field. We at one point a couple of years ago talked about, was it Eli's his strength, his greatest strength, one of the Giants' weaknesses, because we never got a chance to see a backup quarterback. Now, all of a sudden, we move over to Daniel Jones, year two. Year two, and guess what? Has two injuries in both his seasons, both leg injuries. Now, why do I always talk about the importance of availability? Because of situations like this. And now we're going to truly know just how valuable Danny Dimes is, because I know we've been talking about him throughout this entire season and we've given them up and downs, but now we're really going to see just how valuable he is because they are going into a tough stretch with him possibly being out multiple weeks. So you see this, Ted. You saw the injury. Thank goodness it wasn't serious, but he is going to miss some time, and you really don't want this, especially when you're in a division race, a four-team division race, that you maybe need at least one or two wins to get into the playoffs. Just come in and chime in, whatever you want to say. I know you've been waiting. I mean, no. You we, see that, and it just, it's yeah, frustrating. Yeah, I agree with what Mr. Henderson said. Listen, I don't believe the Giants are going to win another game with him with the backup quarterback. Listen, most teams don't win win games with their backup quarterback. Very few do, okay? You know, I had a buddy of mine at work the other day, and he's like, who the hell is this guy with Cole McCoy? They're just awful. And I'm like, Cole McCoy? And I'm like, Cole McCoy was? Not really. And a lot of people don't. Some people don't know who Cole McCoy is. Unless you're really an intuitive fan who knows the history of Texas football and you know that he played for the Redskins the last couple of years and had a devastating injury two years ago. And 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 listen, how many people really knew Eli Manning's back of the last 16 years? Not many people. Was it Alex Tant? Listen, you knew every backup quarterback. I did. You want, you want to play that game? You want to go year by year? You want to yeah, go you know, David Carr? Um, you want to go uh, Geno Smith? Who else? Davis Webb? Uh, Kyle Valletta? Underestimate oh though. Like, but, but when did you really, Joe? When did you really need to know him? You know what no, I'm saying? No, you didn't. No, I, I understand. Look, I understand what you're saying. You're exactly right. No, we we didn't need to know it because that guy was never going to play. That guy wore a headset and a hat. Now, uh, he a, if he was said, lucky, though. he got to hold the clipboard sometimes. So yeah, this now, is a different <laughs> scenario altogether for us Giants fans. I'll say mm -hmm. this too. You know, look, the Giants could could be on a seven game winning streak right now. 
That's the reality if you're looking. I mean, this should be the end of the seven-game winning – or this could be the end of the seven-game winning streak. You're playing a tough team in Seattle, but I know everybody's quick to just, eh, hey, Seattle's going to destroy the Giants. Has anybody watched Seattle play recently? Things really haven't been going as well as I think everyone – Everybody assumes Seattle's playing great. You know what Seattle's really struggled with lately? Tough defenses. So to think that the Giants don't have a chance because they're starting Colt McCoy, well, the Giants, you should have could have could have said they didn't have a chance because they didn't have Saquon Barkley. And and the reality is, look, you you gotta play with who you have. Of yeah. course. But, but everybody's you, doing you it. You know the difference between having Daniel Jones and Colt McCoy is seven points because that's what the spread is. It would have been early. I heard it was only gonna be like plus four Seattle, but now it's plus ten. And, and that's the difference of Daniel Jones. He's worth a touchdown. And especially where this team is, you could tell Daniel Jones in this and team. And he was starting and, to get in a group. And the dynamic of his ability to move in the pocket. And, Joe, you're right. The Giants' defense is physical. They're tough. You know, I don't feel like the Seattle will be able to run on them. Their biggest thing would have to be passing. But here's the thing. We have one of the best corners in football this year. Bradbury, again, this week only gave up two receptions. I can't for, wait for that match. For 15 yards. So he's going to have to go against DK Metcalf. And we know what type of players. If you didn't watch Monday Night Football, he tore up. Darius Slay, who's one of the better corners in the league. So, listen, with that all being said, I think it's going to be really tough for the Giants to go into Seattle and win without, without Daniel Jones. Now, can they do it? Yes. I still, have, I still have faith there's in my no, team. Fa there's but, no fans. But so there's, but there's also a realistic thing to say, listen, your team is not as good as the backup. That's why when we talk about these things, there's teams in the league that don't even have real good starting quarterbacks. Just look at the Bears. Just look at the Jaguars. It's not Don't like everyone. I mean, even Dallas Cowboys. I mean, Andy Dalton, you thought was a viable backup quarterback, even a starting quarterback. Really, how good is he? And I know the Cowboys stink. The the thing with this is Cole McGoy is going to have to play a flawless game for the Giants to have an opportunity. I don't think he needs. No, I don't think he's going to need to because but the running game yeah, is getting the go. All he has to think do about is when Matt Moore had to step in for Mahomes for a couple yeah. games yeah, last year. Him and the team around him, right? Well, again, listen. Uh, so, I think you're yeah, you're only as good, you're only as good as the weapons that you're providing for yeah, your backup absolutely. quarterback. If your backup quarterback has the same garbage tools your starter does, probably not going to go well because even Daniel Jones struggled this week to get. Because here's the thing it's not that Daniel Jones struggle. Let me correct my statement the receivers and the Giants are not that explosive to get open sometimes on one on one. So, you know, you do have those passes where Daniel Jones hits Evan Ingram down the sideline. Phenomenal catch, phenomenal throw, but it had to be phenomenal because the defender was right on him. There was no separation. What I, the question will be can the Giants do enough? To beat Seattle. I mean, we'll because here's the thing if you watch Seattle realistically the last couple of weeks, their defense has played much better, much better to where compared to where it was the first eight weeks of the season. Look up statistically, they have played much better. They have played much better. Now, the Giants don't have an explosive offense. So I think the realistic game is you're going to look at what the Eagles did this week. Same type of game plan. I mean, we'll, talk, we'll talk about this game later on in the week. I don't. I, I, we'll talk about it because I just think we're still I just think the timing of this injury. Oh, couldn't you could have asked for a worse time? And a right hamstring now. hamstring injury is one of those things that can nag you. For so the you rest ever of had a hamstring injury? Uh, thank God, no. I've never had any hammy issues. Yeah, I can't imagine. I know. I, I mean, I've seen people, and I've certainly it's been wrong. around guys that have gone through it. It, it looks agonizing. It's, 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 it's it nags, fun. man. It really does nag. Your whole leg, from your leg. I remember I got a couple years ago playing uh, flag football, and from my my buttocks to my leg was black and blue. There's really nothing you can do except for rest it, heat it, and ice yeah. it, and massage it, and just let it rest. That's the, the, really the best. Um, yeah. Here's my thing. Here's my thing for Colt McCoy, and we'll get into this game more later on in the week. He doesn't have it. He does enough. That's all he has to do. The running game is starting to starting to click. Wayne Goldman has found his groove. The yeah. offensive line is finding a groove. Andrew Thomas is playing well. Shane Lemieux, the whole of the offensive line, I should say. I'm not going to just pick out specific players. All the offensive line is starting to work. All he has to do is just make the throws when asked. That's it because they have a good enough defense. Yeah, Miss Deion Lewis. I, no, I know. I know that. That's what I'm saying. He has to make the throws when given the opportunity. Plain and simple. They have their defense is good enough. To contain Russell, exactly, contain Russell Wilson. Their defense is good enough. The secondary, I cannot wait to see Bradbury, James Bradbury, who's been one of the best corners, if not the best corner in football this year, against, to some, 
DK Metcalf, the best receiver to some maybe in the NFL. So I can't wait for that matchup. This is a true test for the Giants. I know that Cole McCoy's out. Uh, Cole McCoy's playing. Daniel Jones is out. But this is still going to be a true test, especially for that defense, because you're playing against one of the top offenses. But you're still in and the top quarterback in the NFL. Look, but two things. Two things. That's the game plan. It's easier to type that out than to actually oh, yeah. do it. So Absolutely. that's number one. Number two. If Colt McCoy throws for more than 180 yards, the Giants probably have gotten blown out of the game. Yeah. I think it's going to be important, again, like you said, for feed the run, take yeah. a page out of Tennessee's book. Play Establish the run, baby. And play action. Establish pass. the run, eat some clock, play good defense. You've got the, the secondary is right for the Giants. The and and I'm telling you. They don't need to say it's Wayne Goldman has shown. I know Saquon's out, and it would be amazing to have Saquon. I'm not saying I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the fact that they're establishing the run. They're they're able to move on these teams the past four or five weeks. So it, it's not just the Cincinnati Bengals. They've been able to move the ball. Wayne Goldman has been able if to move Seattle, the ball. Listen, if Seattle scores more than 24 points, they're going to win the game. The Giants have to keep this game ugly. Nice. Under, under 20, it has to under be 20. like the Cincinnati game. A under thousand percent. Yes. Because Daniel. Cole McCoy is not going to throw for 250 yards. I think realistically, Joe, the number you said is probably where he's going to be. 175 to 200 yards. Probably he'll be one and one, one touchdown, one pick. If he can get to two and one, that'd be great. You know, maybe we can get a play on defense, a short field. You know, listen, we know our kicker isn't going to miss. So if it comes down to kicking, and actually Jason Myers for Seattle has been actually phenomenal too. Mm -hmm. I think he's one of the only kickers this year hasn't missed a kick this season. Ganos missed one, but it was missed one. 56, and, and it was early in the season. But no, listen, Jace, let me just correct you right where you stand. Colt McCoy's not going to do anything. Nope, nobody, if you think that right now Joe Judge is concocting this plan where Colt McCoy throws the ball 45 times, you're out of your mind. Uh, it's not going to be anything like that. I'm and telling you. If, if by some chance Monday we're like, wow, Colt McCoy went for 310 yards. Well, the Giants oh, must have, the Giants got destroyed in that game and he was throwing the entire second half. That's, That's what that would indicate to me. So yeah, true, Joe Paddock. I like if, what if, I'm telling you, if Cole McCoy throws for, like we said, about 175, then that means Goldman ran for 110. They ran for about 180 on the ground. They they took care of that part of the game, 100%. But any, any thought that, that Colt McCoy is going to take advantage of that poorest secondary is in no. That's not going to happen. It's not yeah, what we're looking to do here. And here's not the thing. Doing it. You, Carson, and I'm not changing subjects or going off, but people said the same thing about what the Eagles were going to do this week in Carson Wentz. And how good was their passing game against? And you could say Carson Wentz stinks. Don't tell me Colt McCoy is better than Carson Wentz. Okay? He's not. He's not better than Carson Wentz. So, and the Eagles struggle to throw the ball down the field. Mm -hmm. And it's not like the Giants have weapons all over the field. Receiver. Hopefully, Darius Slayton, you know he didn't even play this week. Uh, you know, like, where's Golden Tate? I don't even remember him having a catch this week. And I'm, and, I'm not, and I'm not being disrespectful to the Giants. I'm being realistic. Evan Ingram's our best weapon on offense right now, followed by Wayne Gorman and then Darius Slayton. Those three guys have to produce, and they have to come up clutch. And we well, can't have stupid turnovers when Evan Ingram fumbles the ball. And sometimes just go down, go out of bounds. It's like he loses focus sometimes. So – it should be a fun intro game. I know Trev's going to want – we'll talk more about it Friday. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll get more into de depth with it's this just, game. It's just this is a true test for the Giants. You're playing one of the better teams in the NFL and in the NFC. You're going against the one of the top quarterbacks in the game of football right now. The Giants' main thing is got to keep them off the field. You got to try to take possession. Bring out Eddie, Eli Hedder. It's so funny you said that because I said that to Trev jokingly the other day. I'm like – Let's do it, Joe. Come on, bring back Ted. You know, when I – hold on real quick, Teddy. When I saw that, I was like, oh, come on. And then I thought, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Why not? Hold on. It's a different offense, and I will say this, and I'll let Trevor finish this. This is what Joe Judge said the other day in the post. Judge laid out a prerequisite before a player can return from injury. That can a player make the injury worse by playing, and can he protect himself on the field if he does play? Right now, those answers will come back as yes and no, meaning yes – he can re hurt. He can make oh, the yeah, injury definitely. worse, and no, he can't protect himself because you can saw. You saw that throw. He literally couldn't move. He looked like it, like he couldn't move. It exactly. was a struggle for him exactly. to throw the ball. All I want to finish up with a couple things is, I like what they did. They brought in uh, Joe Webb 
as a scout team quarterback just to get a feel of what they're going to deal with with Russell Wilson because we know Russell Wilson loves to make when he moves. That's when he's almost – I think Wilson is at his best. He is moving around, and then it becomes seven-on-seven seven football. And a couple other things. Just don't ever underestimate what Eli Manning brought for us because we're seeing it in two straight years, our quarterback, with leg injuries – that he's going to be out, and we've never dealt with well, it. Eli so, wasn't going to have leg injuries because so, he wasn't well, running. I, I, who can't, but right. he told, yes. Eli got killed. Let's not say, oh, no, because he didn't move. I get that. But he got killed in the pocket a lot. I'm, just, I'm having ne- fun with the you. Man, I know, but the man never got hurt. So all Giant fans, I know we take Eli for granted, but we, we really shouldn't because out of every other team, maybe other than the Packers, the Chargers, and the Patriots, we never had to worry about having a backup quarterback or dealing with a quarterback out. Just remember that. Now we got to deal with it. We hope that DJ comes back as soon as possible. Let's just we'll get into more depth with this game. And I'll just say one thing. How funny is this, Joe? That a couple weeks ago we're bashing Daniel Jones, and not really bashing, but just how he's playing. We'll see how valuable. And now, three weeks later, we're like, damn, I wish Daniel Jones was still on the field. You know, like, and and now you think about what the value he really does bring to this team, even though he's not where we want him to be. He's getting, he's getting, he's getting there, and they're winning games. And we know that if Daniel Jones was on the field this Sunday. They would have a much better chance to win this football game. I think realistically the Giants have a 20% chance to win. I think if Daniel Jones was on the field, 50-50. Who would have thought, At least where the Giants are playing. Who would have playing. thought that in week 13 we'd have, for the four quarterbacks in the NFC East right now, we'd have Colt McCoy, we have Carson Wentz, we have Andy Dalton, and we have Alex Smith. 2020 just keeps on being weirder and weirder. I would have believed that list before this season. I just might not have known where those guys were no, playing. No way. You know what I, I mean? No like, if you way. told me those four guys were starting, I'd be like, wait, what teams are they you, on, though? Would you have really expected Alex Smith to be playing also because of his serious injury? I mean, do we ever really expect Alex Smith to be playing maybe just a game, but to play multiple games and perform pretty well at times? Well, listen, even when he was lying on a table having surgery that – almost cost him his life, then yeah. his leg, he yeah. was still the best quarterback on the on the Washington football team roster. Yeah. Uh, literally, while he was yeah. under the knife, I would still have argued that's the guy I'd rather well, have you know played on that, You know who was on that team as well? Our starting quarterback this week, Cole McCoy. Cole McCoy. And he got a bad injury. He broke his leg too. So we'll like have a to week see. Later. All I know is we're in December football, and for the first time in a long time, the New York Giants are in playoff contention. The fact that it's December, the Giants are going to Seattle, and we're talking about them still having a chance to win a game without their starting quarterback tells you all you need to know from where we were when this season started. How about like to where we are now? When this season started, we all when the season started, we had this all chalked up as an L. Nobody thought the Giants were going to beat the Seahawks when the season started. And you're right. A month ago, probably still nobody thought that. But look, here we are. It's Colt McCoy. We're like, they could probably still win. Going to be a little tougher. How can they do it? I mean, that's how testament to how far the Giants have come, but also the fact that Seattle and Tampa, they're not that good. All these teams. None of these teams. The NFC keeps on showing that literally – it is a toss-up because every freaking week we're talking about somebody new, whether it's the Rams, whether it's the Bucs, whether it's the Packers, whether it's the Saints. I mean, right now, I, I would say when Drew Brees comes back, I think we got to give the Saints the credit right now. they got to give them that, right? Because the Rams, we thought the Rams, they just lost. The Packers, I still have my questions, but Rodgers is amazing. Can I, can the Bucs have been – their defense has taken a step back, and then Seattle has been playing well, so – I don't know. A it's lot just, of so, that has it's wide open. Listen, I'm going to make the statement. It's going to lead right into it's all about coaching, because look at where the Giants are a year ago to now, the last two years. Joe Judge is the reason why the Giants are a much better team right now. Plain and simple. Okay, that coaching staff too. Listen, yeah. The reason why Seattle is good is because Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. The reason why the Packers are good is because Matt Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers worked well. The teams that are succeeding. Why is hold on? Why is Sean Payton in the last two seasons seven and zero with backup quarterbacks? He was five and zero with Bridgewater this year. He's two and zero with Taysom Hill. Coaching matters. So, Joe, who is the? We talked about this on Sunday. I want you to have your list right now of the quarterbacks and coaches that we talked about. How did they fare this weekend? They did extremely well. Uh, our list includes Wilson, Carroll, Rogers, one? McCarthy, one. Mahomes, Reed. Breeze Peyton, although obviously Breeze out, so we'll just say New Orleans Peyton because he's just that good of a coach as you just yeah. said, Teddy. Uh, Tannehill Vrabel, Golf McCarthy, 
uh, yeah. McVeigh rather, uh, and Tomlin, Big Ben, which obviously we'll we're, we'll Cincinnati. see later yeah. this afternoon how that goes. Uh, it's like a three forty game. It's uh, not even yeah. at night. Yeah, because the, because NBC is airing the Rockefeller tree lighting after the game. Have you guys seen even seen the tree? Move the tree <laughs> lighting up. Yo, did you what? see the tree? Is it really Joe, that bad? Joe, have you seen the tree? Yeah, it's, it's it, it looks like twenty twenty. It looks like 2020's tree, <laughs> a thousand percent. Yes, so it we, does. Why are we why are we talking about this? Because on Sunday we were talking about teams that we're bringing up Patrick Mahomes, and because he's Patrick Mahomes and he's been amazing, and could he do it on another team? Let's say let's say Detroit Lions, because we brought up the Detroit Lions a lot on Sunday, which I would have never thought in a million years we'd talk about the Detroit Lions. But you look at all these bad teams because they got bad coaching. Jacksonville. They don't have a quarterback, first of all. They have a bad coach. The Jets are just the Jets because they have a terrible coach. Why do you think Ryan Tannehill is succeeding now? Tannehill was with Miami with Adam Gase, right? All oh, it was Tannehill's fault. Well, look at Tannehill since he's come in with Tennessee and Vrabel. No, don't just say Derrick Henry. His numbers were just as good at one point with Patrick Mahomes early on this season. I know that Derrick Henry is starting to – since he's come to Tennessee at 345. Thank you, Rob. That's what I'm trying to say is that Tannehill, I know people want to say, oh, his career's done. What a bad contract. Should we point the finger more at the coaches? I mean, you could even bring the Eagles in because we thought Peterson and Wentz would be in this conversation. Now we're talking about is Jalen Hurts going to be well, going to be the starting quarterback? Well, here, here's another one, and it just came to my head what we're talking about, the, is look at the Washington Redskins. Ron Rivera. Washington football team. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Can't you, forget that people will correct you nowadays. I don't care. Knock me. I don't care. I'm still going to call on the Redskins. Deal with it, okay? Wow, he's being bold today. All right. Oh, my God. I might offend someone. What else? Is you might. Like? PC world. So, Ron <laughs> Rivera, and you look at the Redskins, you look at how they play. They compete every week. All right? If Dallas is so damn good, and they got so much talent, and I know they have a multitude of injuries. They probably I, have listen, the most, most talent in the NFC. Listen, I know they lost both tackles, okay? I know they lost both tackles. But Andy Dalton is supposed to be a really viable backup quarterback. Some people would have said, why couldn't he start for other teams, right? You still have Zeke. You still have Amari Cooper. still have Van Der Esch and this and all these other players. Why can't they win games? Maybe it's coaching, right? You ever think about that? You ever wonder why certain teams just can't win? Why other teams? You wonder why the Giants are playing much better this year? You think it was because Ben whatever do was Ben Wackadoo. You think Shermer was the right call? No. It's because those guys couldn't coach. They're coordinators. That's why Shermer's in Denver. And they, can't, and they still can't produce with the three young receivers they have and Drew Locke. Okay? Can't coach. Why are some guys successful? Why is Kyle Shanahan, who has Nick Mullins as a quarterback, has seven running backs out, 12 defensive players out, and goes in and beats the Rams who are undefeated at home? Why? And five and six right now and still in the and making a probably trying to get into the playoffs. Why? Don't tell me the 49ers are a better team than the Rams. They're not. You can look me straight in the face. They're not a better team. But guess what? Coaching matters. That's why some – why is Mike Tomlin is the winningest football coach other than Bill Belichick in the last 15 years? He must be doing something right. I know he's only got one Super Bowl. I know you can knock him. He's he's failed in, against Belichick in the playoffs. A lot of people Every, have. A lot of people. Name me how many coaches have beaten Belichick in the playoffs. Very few. Coughlin. Coughlin? No, that was in the Super Bowl. Vrabel, biggest game. Vrabel, uh, John Harbaugh, and Andy Reid. It's like three. You got nothing else to say. Certain coaches win. How are the Patriots still competitive? They don't have a legit receiver. They have no tight ends. They change running backs every other week, like I'm changing underwear. They had 12 players sit out because of COVID. And what's what? The Patriots still play. I was well. gonna, I was going to bring that up because I mean I don't think coaches get enough credit. And we always like to we always like to give the quarterback all the credit when they're doing well. Well, the coaches have to have some say, and and that's the that's one of the main questions that's been going on this entire season. Would Brady or Belichick have the same history without each other? I, like it's that's that, it's such a tough question. No, to they answer. wouldn't. It's not. It doesn't take Peter anything Leonard to think of that. Go together. If it's anybody else had had, right, is it showing right now? Is it on display in Tampa? Are we seeing it right now? Like like Brady's having great stats, but every week it's like oh, Arians and Brady going back and forth. It's like the ego issue again. No, it's not. No, it wasn't for Bill Belichick. Belichick knows how to use Brady on certain things. He knew when they were playing a certain team and Brady would throw the ball 20 times and they'd run the ball 50 times and they'd run double time. But hold on, because remember the double, the playoff game against the Colts where Garrett Blunt? And what they do, they ran the football for like 200 yeah, yeah, like yards. Brady didn't need to throw the ball down the field. I don't see Bruce Aarons doing that in a playoff game, knowing that he could have the advantage to let Ronald Jones. It's like if they don't run the ball well enough in the early, he – 
He gets rid of the game and he just goes to the pass. Belichick does it. They put he puts his team every week in the right position. That's what the right coaches do. Bruce Arians has a system and he's going to stick with it. It doesn't matter if the peg doesn't fit. He's going to force it in there because that's what he does. It's either going to work or it's going to fail. Joseph, this list, by the way, five and one, and they'll be six and one after uh, the Steelers no, take yeah, care no, of business no. later on. Frank uh, Cuesta just made another great point. They got to be on the same page. Well, you know how you know you're going to be on the same page if 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 Andy Reid's got the book, you're going to get on his page. Yeah, it's important that the guy uh, who's got the original page has a page that makes sense so the other guy can get on it. The quarterback uh, it's is as simple as that. Extension of the head coach. He's literally supposed – here's your right hand, the head coach. Here's your left hand, the quarterback. They're supposed to come together. I will say one last thing, and I'll make you at your point. You used to knock Seattle and Pete Carroll for getting rid of all those big-time players on the defense in Seattle, right? And who do they value most? Russell Wilson. And guess what? Those players go on and went and see you later. How successful have they been? Guess what? Seattle and Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson just continue the train moving forward, and they just win games, okay? Even with losing all those defensive players, coach and quarterback, hand-in-hand, -hand, work well together. My parking lot is fine in the back. Who's that, Kevin Smith? Parking lot is fine in the back? I'm confused. Anyways, <laughs> I'm confused. You got me confused, Kevin. What I was going to say – a quarterback. I'm not gonna get into this because I know me and Joe will get into it. But could you? I'm still no, confused by that quote. Yeah, I'm confused. I hope he's back to explain that one because I'm confused. My thing is, I would love to see a Justin Herbert with like an Eric Bieniemy, because I I feel like Anthony Lynn. There's a reason why Anthony Lynn's gonna get fired. There's a reason why should get fired. And, and let me point this out. This is not a, a black thing. Oh, if he gets fired, he's not a good coach, Anthony Lynn. Eric Bieniemy is also a black man. He should be a head coach right now. He's a genius, and he's learning from one of the best of all time. Can you imagine Justin Herbert with that offensive talent coming back next season, that defensive talent coming back next season, with a head coach, a mastermind like Eric Bieniemy? and if he can't work, if Herbert doesn't work after that, then okay, I'm done with it. But if he flourishes – Give the man a chance. Here's the other That's why guys like Anthony Lynn will be fired. Adam Gay should be fired. Doug Marone should be fired because they're not good coaches. Raheem and they should keep his job in Atlanta because they have played they much better since, well. since Dan Quinn has been fired. And that's all I'm trying to say. And that's why you see a team like an interested team like the Las Vegas Raiders that have a situation where we want to say Derek Carr's the guy, but I still believe that John Gruden wants to find somebody else. I just it's up and down each and every week. Like that's the problem. With the Raiders, I never, I would have never thought that was going to happen last week. We all thought the Raiders were gonna destroy the Falcons, but that's what happened. It was. I know, Joe, you've been out big on the Raiders this year, and that was a mate. I mean, Joe, I can't believe you just posted that. <laughs> I had to. But, but this is, when we get to these subjects and we're talking about this, there's a reason why certain teams every year are in the playoff rows race because of the coach quarterback we, we've talked about this because you and me and joe have had arguments outside of this show about justin herbert listen i think he's the real deal but finding the right coach to fit the personnel because you got keenan allen who leads the league in reception you got joey bozen melvin ingram you austin eckler you uh, um henry excuse me you're all know. over the place you're like, uh, hey. listen, shut up <laughs> Okay, sometimes I speak. Too is, yeah, you, you can speak you shut fast. up? That's what I tell you. Sometimes, relax. sometimes relax. I speak too fast for my brain. What else is new? That's why I got in trouble in school because I speak too fast. <laughs> but that's why when we talk about Deshaun Watson, that's why when we talk about Justin Herbert, that's why when we talk about Tua and Joe Burrow and putting the right coaches around these players, and then also about putting the right talent around the quarterbacks. Okay, Joe Burrow's successful, but look at his three receivers. I mean, they have first round. AJ Green, uh, Tyler Boyd, John Ross. I mean, all first round talent guys that can play well. Yeah. I mean, Justin Herbert has players. You can't play well if you don't have talent around you. You can only be as good as what is surrounded. And Joe, perfect example of that coaching situation in the Chargers. Justin Herbert throws the hail mary. Okay, they look like they're going to go score. What do they do the next play? Well, they run. They, okay, okay, came back. Oh, just shush, please shut up. Like you just told me. What do they do the next play? No timeouts, mind you. Clock is running. They run the ball. A draw, didn't they? That's not Justin Herbert's fault. That's the coaching. That whole coaching no staff. Yeah, but ask yourself. Ask because look, I watched the game. Ask I yourself this question. Ask yourself this question. Why? Why did they not throw the ball in that situation? And the answer is simple. Justin Herbert 
was not playing well. He had just thrown an interception right after his defense, and everybody wants to blame his defense every week. His defense, three second half turnovers. Here's the ball. Put it in the end zone. But and no, he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. They so, ran a draw because he was blowing it. He was overthrowing. And, and down in the red zone, his little, his little softy little tosses, they don't they don't cut it. I'm telling you, Justin Herbert's just not the guy. My thing is, okay, and then what he I do? He's, he's a little so, finesse guy. Don't tell me he's got one of the best arms. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. I think I think at some point I'd love to sit down with you guys and watch some tape because I have no idea what you're seeing when it comes to Herbert. You're out of your mind. Herbert has a cannon. First of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, he did not make any, he did not complete any throws down the field. No, no throws down the field. If you watch the game, Josh Allen makes precision pass over and over and over again. And Herbert overthrows, underthrows, had a guy wide open. He underthrew. They would have scored a touchdown. I'm telling you, I watched Justin Herbert. I see him make some nice throws. Most of them, they're a little like nice tosses. It's not going to cut it in the NFL. I see a lot of good throws. Hey, I see a lot of listen when you're. But here's the thing: yes, Joe is blind. There's the reason. There's a reason that they chose to run the football when they could have won the game, guys. And it wasn't because they think Justin Herbert's great. Joe, but why would you run the football if you're losing with no timeouts? Your object is to score to win the right, game. Right, so you would throw the football. He had so little confidence in her. That's not her. That's Plain and simple. Watch. First of all, first of all, they watch, all watch the game. Just be part. I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes. I guess has set the standard that every rookie quarterback that comes in for the rest of time has to throw for 50 touchdowns. To no, but that's what everybody no. thinks. Oh, you no. have to throw it. No one said that. You got to win the game, though. You every week. Coaches. Hold on, not Coaches. for nothing, but every week you all say to me, "Oh, that defense sucks." That that defense scored 14 points in fantasy this week. Never, so I, let's I, cut I the crap. Let's I cut the crap about the defense. Right. Let's get serious here. This, listen, this team loses every week, and everybody blames the defense. He had three chances. They kept getting the ball back Joe. from him. Here, Justin, put it in the end zone. Three Joe. times, Trevor. So, no, if, what if you're saying is not this, true. Don't, don't turn I'm not saying he has to be perfect. Again, game on the line. They decided to run the football. And that's, why, and that's why they should all be fine. Hold on. Let me explain this. Maybe. If, I could, if I could change this camera angle. Right now, Joe, I'm watching this. And listen, we're doing this from the show. This is what the headline thing says. Bill Belichick says Herbert will be a great quarterback for a long time. The question is, is Justin Herbert the best quarterback from the 2020 draft class? If Bill Belichick is saying that this kid is the real deal. What, we, are, we, what are we saying? What, what are we then? That, like, then come on. Listen, Joe, I wouldn't Bill be surprised if Bill was just saying that to undermine uh, the Chargers. Idiot. I'll put it this way, Joe. I would Psychological. Love, so I would say this. You might be partially right, and we're both partially right, because he does make mistakes and he does do things. But listen, those are rookie men. I would wonder, question, though, if we had put Herbert with a different offensive mind. Put him on San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan, right? He made Jimmy G look like – the real deal. I could put Daniel Jones with with uh, with Andy Reid, and you're. And I think I would have a better quarterback there too. I, I don't think you can't do that. But he wouldn't that be doesn't home. listen. The the hypotheticals don't work. No, I know. You know, you if you take Joe Montana and you put him in Tampa Bay in the eighties, Tampa Bay still sucked. Yes, Tampa Bay That's, still would have sucked. And that goes back to our question, which let's get back to what we're really talking about. How does top quarterback and coaches combo fear? You put the right coach with the right player. I mean, here's the thing. If you want to go back to this, Tannehill, you liked Tannehill back in the day, right, from Miami. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. And Uncle Jerry, who was a big Miami fan, couldn't stand Tannehill because he's like, he sucks. He misses too many throws. It just it doesn't work, right? And then you watch him go to Tennessee, and I know they have a run-first offense. But when he has to make big-time throws, he's made big – he's, right he's put – made big-time throws for them. And even you have agreed that Tannehill has played like an MVP caliber player. It's not that all of a sudden his mechanics or his arm got stronger or he got smarter in three years. It's because the coaches have put him in the right predicament and, and the right calls, and he he learned. So what I'm saying is, can Herbert be that guy if you put the put the right guy around him? That's that's all I'm saying. I, I, 
you know what I mean, Joe? If if your if your thought process is Tannehill is good, right? He was probably good in Miami, but Adam Gase was the coach. And you know what's funny? I'm, Adam Gase was Miami's coach, right? He was awful, and they fired him. What did the Jets do? Sixteen hours later, they hired him. Guess Yo, what? Yeah. Ryan Forrest, the coach, has owned Miami. So what's that say about the New York Jets? You hired Adam Gase, and the coach that you hired sixteen hours afterwards. You get dominated by the team that you got fired by. So that speaks volume to coaching. I still have faith that Sam Darnold could be a good quarterback in this league. I just think Adam Gay sucks. Be and sorry, maybe I used the wrong word or I said the bad word or something, but that's the right word in this thing. He is not the right coach. Why is the Giants a better team this year? Because of Joe Judge. Daniel Jones looks like a better quarterback. Because of Jason Garrett and Joe Judge. Not because of all of a sudden his arm got stronger, he became faster, he got smarter. Because the right coach. Herbert has humongous – he has great skills. I think he has skills to be as great as any other quarterback. But we've seen this before. You can be as great as you want. But if you don't have the right team, the players around you, and the right coach, you are going to stink just and, be, look, just, and look, just be like any other quarterback, the, fade away into the sunset. Look at the Giants and, and Dolphins. Perfect situation. A year ago at this time, we thought those two teams were in the dumps. They were laughing sucks in, in, the New York, uh, in, in the NFL. Now a year later, the Giants are in first place in the NFC East, yet I know the NFC East is garbage. The Dolphins look like they might have a, a very great chance of winning the division, getting into the playoffs, and hosting a playoff game. It's got to be the coaches. If the Chargers – can find and I know we can talk about the Chargers, but if we they can and it just all revolves around this question. If they can find the right coach to surround him with Justin Herbert, like an Eric B. Enemy or something yeah. like that, and if it still doesn't work, then it doesn't and, work. And I'll, but if it does, that's what I'm waiting for. And I want to see if and I'll, and I'll Andy Lynn and that coach's staff is not good. And not to interrupt again, Joe, and I'll let you finish it off. Remember when we talked earlier in the season? You love Josh Allen. You had him as one of your top MVP oh, candidates, yeah. right? And I like Josh Allen too. All right. But I think Josh Allen has a lot of flaws, and we've seen that realistically. And Justin Herbert, I think, is a much better passer than Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's a better athletic quarterback. But he wins games, and it's not just because it's not because of him. It's not because he's throwing for 300 yards and three touchdowns and no picks. Sean McDermott, since he's been hired there, has made the Bills a from a laughing stock to a a productive winning program, and they're just winning games. A legitimate and because of and it's because of coaching. You know, if you just switch those quarterbacks, Josh Allen and Herbert, you wouldn't know really the difference. Same size, both big, athletic, strong arms, can make all the throws in the world. But why is one guy two and seven, and why is one guy like eight and three? You know what I mean? Is it because what the other quarterbacks? You look at if you compare the stats, Josh Allen's stats are not as good as Herbert's. But why is one team two and seven, the other one's eight and three? I think because of coaching. Sean McDermott and the offensive team. I mean, I don't think the Bills have better. Could role. you imagine if Jared Goff? Do you think Jared Goff would be as good if he didn't have a McVay? No, I, I don't no, think so. I don't. I don't. Think I don't. I think. I think he outperforms his skill set. Yeah, hundred percent. You. That's what I'm trying. Like they need to find the right. Oh, coach, listen. The, the right from. look. The right coach makes a difference. Unfortunately, this isn't an NFL where you're going to get time. You're going to get other coaches and other teams to give you a, a, a flyer. It just doesn't happen in this league. I'll I'll make this point because this will be the easiest way to explain this. You, we've had this conversation. I've had a million people say this. If the Giants had Phillip Rivers and the Chargers had kept Eli Manning, the Giants would have won eight, nine Super Bowls or some well, nonsense. Some nonsense, as the story goes. We know that's not true. Fact of the matter is, is Phillip Rivers had better weapons, yes. better defenses. More yeah, more talented And teams. a pretty good coach for a lot of that time in Marty Schottenheimer. So yeah. what was the problem there? Was it Philip Rivers? Was it something else? Meanwhile, the Giants had Eli Manning, not the sexiest quarterback in the league, not a guy that put up huge numbers, but a guy who was effective. And this is why I've been saying for weeks, you and I had that big fight the other day that no one knows about, Trevor, where you suggested I said uh, that, that Daniel Jones was a great quarterback. No, what I said was Daniel Jones is a perfect fit for Giants football. Mm-hmm. And he brings that Jeff Hostetler where he can run the ball. It's a whole new element to the running game that everybody else in the NFL, except for the run first Giants, utilize, which mm -hmm. blows my mind because everyone else is doing it. By the way, I love the fact that Giants ran a couple of trick plays early in this game. Yeah. Some gimmicky stuff. Everybody's doing it. You got to show it at least. So kudos yeah. to there. Coaching makes a huge difference. We we get that. Okay. There's things you can teach and there's things that you can't teach. 
My only issue with Justin Herbert is he's made a career of coming up short in big games against the best competition. He did a little bit in college. So, so yeah, he did, right? <laughs> and, and, and again, it's it's no knock on Justin Herbert. He's, yeah. said, he's a great guy, but I don't see him being at that next level. What you, you, if they get the right coach? And it, and like Trevor said, if it is, if the you coach can only is, hope, and you can and only and hope it happens while he's still young before a new regime comes in, cleans house, and decides, nah, you're just not the guy. Because you're right. Look, for as great as he's supposed to be, they lose every single week. And you can't blame you can you could blame coaching, you can blame the defense, you could blame him a little bit too. It's a combination, it's always a combination of everything. It's just easy to point the finger at the coach. And when you and start losing a lot, you 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 forget how to win. Yeah, it's, it's hard to win. And when you do, it's hard to continue to win. That's why great teams are hard to find by because it's hard to win in this league. If there's a reason we're talking about the Giants' first three-game winning streak since 2016 and not their first seven-game winning streak since 1990 or whatever. You know what I mean? That's that's the difference right here. We're You're missed. right. The Giants, the Giants, when the season started, I've been saying this for the last two years, they can't finish a game. Well, guess it's what? The last five weeks, they're like, all right, we can do this. The first two didn't go so well. The last three, like, oh, we got this. Remember that feeling when you walk off the field and – we like that. We're doing yeah. that again. And beating it feels good to see the Giants the past three weeks finish games, which where they weren't, they haven't in years, and they started off the season not Listen, finishing you, games. You know, so, the, the, I'll tell you too, those previous two games reminded me of like Mariana Rivera blown saves. The kind where I always say this, I could live with those kind. You know what I mean? You could live with that loss. Like that's the game plan. We were right there. Mariano came up, gave up a homer. You lost that game. I can live with that. The, the, the two games before the Giants' three-game winning streak were games where, like, ooh, Mariano gave up a home run. Um, so I knew we were knocking on the door of, can we just finally start nailing these down? They're doing it. Huge test this week. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see how good this team is without being at its best by yeah. a long shot. Yeah, and huge, this huge week the for the Giants. Kills, it kills the momentum. And this is what kills the other. And, Joe, you said it before a week ago. I know Trevor wants to get the thing was, what does Daniel Jones do the rest of the season to keep his job? Remember, you're like, I want to see what he does for the remaining of the season to see. And and him being hurt only doesn't help us going it's forward. Just, it's just the worst. The timing couldn't be any, for him, any, any worse. The Giants for Giants. organization yeah. and his team right now because we have a really tough schedule going forward. You're going to play pretty much, except for the Cowboys, all playoff teams. Well, the Cowboys are legitimate. Still well, have yeah, a legitimate yeah. shot of making the playoffs. So every team they're well, playing. Well, again, not to mention it's the Cowboys. So even if the Cowboys, yeah, you know, crap the bed the rest of the way, how much motivation will the last game of the year keeping the Giants out be? That would be well, their the Super Bowl this year. Keep the Giants out of the playoffs. It's, it's, every team they're playing from here on out is in contention team. with being in the playoffs or is already in the playoffs. So Correct. the Giants, we're gonna like I said last week, we're going to see how legit this Giants team is. And we'll talk about it more on Friday. It's it just sucks that they have a little bump in the road now with their franchise or their quarterback, I should say, is out for a couple weeks. Well, let's hope it's not a couple weeks. We'll see how long it is. Let's move over to quarterbacks because there's some really great, great duos in the NFL right now. But who is the best right now? And the three we have are pretty much the three best quarterbacks in the NFL this season. And with the Exception of DeAndre Hopkins, probably the three best receivers in football this season. So let's ask, boys and girls, who is the scariest duo currently in the NFL? Is it Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, or is it Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams? For me, after what I saw Sunday, it's really easy. It's Mahomes and Hill. Because, first of all, no one on this list has Tyreek Hill speed. And you say that again. Well, DK Metcalf, I I know. DK Metcalf might have something to say, but I still think Tyreek Hill would beat him in a 40 yard dash. I would. And and here's the thing you can't press Tyreek Hill, he's impossible to press. DK Metcalf, because he's so big, you can press him a little bit. And people are like, no, we can't. Go look at the game three weeks ago against Jalen Ramsey. He got shut down. Tyreek Hill is unstoppable when he wants to be. You can't stop speed. If there's anything I've learned in football speed since I played from 8 years old to 22 years old, there's nothing you can do about speed. You can be the biggest guy in the world, doesn't make doesn't mean a difference. Speed kills. That's realistically there is that's why they look for guys who fly at 41 and 42. 
That's why Henry Ruggs got taken as the number one receiver, even though he wasn't the best receiver, because he was the fastest man to come out of the draft. Plain and simple, you can't account for speed. Tyreek Hill's speed is unlimited. You have to double coverage him at all times. And when you got a quarterback in Mahomes <laughs> that can throw the ball – Anywhere you want on the field with any hand, left, right, sideways, and just take the ball and throw bombs, they're unstoppable. And I'm not no. knocking Wilson and Metcalf because I have them both on my fantasy team. Okay? <laughs> I have none of these guys. And I have none of these guys. But Holmes Holmes is the best quarterback in the league, and Tyreek Hill is the fastest guy on the planet. And there is no – Did you say the planet? I think some world-class – uh, track stars would have something. He ran track by, by the way, by the way, the Raiders have a first round monopoly on speed guys who didn't work out in the NFL. That um, yeah. sometimes speed's great. You can't teach speed. I yeah. can't teach yeah. four one speed. I can't. No. But I can teach hands. Exactly. But not to everybody. There's Every a reason day, why a lot of those guys. Does the best job of going to play the ball in the? You know, I can show you a catch in the playoffs last year in double coverage. Remember near oh, the end. I mean, what he, he does is his ability to move his body. That's, in, that's in sure. The that's great. He's he's a the rare exception of the speed demon with good hands. But I don't know that, but I don't know that when I think of top hands guys that I think of Tariq Hill. I just don't. I know. Um, but but that's, that's not to say. This look anybody on this. There's no wrong answer to this list. Absolutely not. No, I, I, I just don't think so much to make my point. Oh yeah, no, I love that. Um, <laughs> I, I guess if I had to take him, I'm gonna go with. I might surprise you with this, Rogers Adams, and I just think because of how long they've been doing it, uh, the fact that he's basically done it with just Adams and virtually no one else for the most part, uh, and consistently gets it done. If I had if I had one game and I had to put it all on the idea that my combo is going to win it for me, that's probably the one I would pick. It's super close. You're uh, not wrong, Joe. Um, and that's why when, Jay, I, and when Jay said Herbert and Allen Murray, Jay, we could have had a bunch of combos. Absolutely. But Herbert and Allen are not on this list. So sorry, I'm sorry. Herbert Allen, oh, This Diggs is a list of really good quarterbacks. Allen and, Allen and Diggs is not – stop. Murray and Murray and Hopkins would be the only and, and one. And here's the thing: realistic. if Hopkins was on Houston, those two guys would be on that list right now. Deshaun Watson and yeah, that's not a quarterback receiver duo. I guess he didn't pay attention. To I question. guess he wasn't paying attention. No, 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 hold on, hold on. I think this is great. Real quick, Jace. Uh, it's a scary duo without a quarterback, which is great because end of the week we're actually going to talk about yeah. who is the biggest weapon in the NFL yeah. that is not a quarterback mm -hmm. or a receiver. And but I think it's a pretty obvious answer. Did you see his next question? It's not did a see question. What, did you see what he just put? Is Martinez? Yeah, baby. I love it. I love it. My thing, Joe, I'm going to agree with you. I picked – I like Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. You know Devontae Adams? You knock Already, me time when I say Adams. No, but – no. Devontae Adams is nasty. I get he's nasty, but can he stay on the field all the time? And I know what he does when he's on the field. He already has – 908 yards. He also has 11 touchdowns. 58 catches. He averages the most per game receiving yards, 100. He's missed nine games. I mean, he's missed two games. So can you imagine his stats? He'd wow. be the number one stat guy probably with touchdowns, receiving yards. I mean, this guy has missed two games. And he's, already, he's at 900 yards. It's fascinating what Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers do together. It's magic. It's like all three of these guys – you, it's literally one of the hardest questions to pick because all three of these quarterbacks have been amazing this Think year. That's going to be one, two, three, probably MVP voting. Those three will be the guys. And then all three of these receivers, with the exception of DeAndre Hopkins, are probably the three best receivers this season. You can't go wrong with this question. Mahomes and Hill is hard. Yes. Marky D agrees with me. Mahomes is the difference, and that's why it's him. It is tough to go against Mahomes and Tyreek Hill because we saw Mahomes, what he did in the first quarter. Tyreek Hill had 207 yards in the first quarter against Tampa Joe, Bay. Joe, he's on pace for 1,000 yards. It's unfreaking real what he did in that game. It's like me and Trevor Fantasy. But, Roger, but, but Devontae. Wait, how many, um, how many Super Bowls has Mahomes won? Say this. And I think sure, hold on. The only is the longevity. I do agree with you that. Their longevity. The connection is Joe, unreal. Hold on, Joe. What was the question? Uh, how many Super Bowl wins does Mahomes have? Just just the one, right? Just the, we're all aware of just the one. There wasn't there hasn't been any other championships. You know, you know number two is coming this year, right? 
You know, oh, you already picking a Super Bowl team to win. You, you're you picking know, the Chiefs you, to listen, win. Listen, Mahomes is winning the MVP, and I uh-huh. uh, listen. Mahomes is winning the MVP. It's not even close. He must have forgot about a team on the East Coast in East Rutherford, New Jersey, called the New York Giants. Gonna, there you go. There you go. go. There you go. Right here, baby. Read it and weep, Mahomes. I'll tell you something right now. If the Raiders play the Chiefs in the postseason, I'm taking the Raiders again. <laughs> Guess what? And you know what? They're going to lose because you know why? Mahomes is the best player in the field because even when the Raiders were better than them the last game, Mahomes is that good. Here's my question. It's like Jordan, baby. It didn't matter. He hey, was going to Wait, win. now Mahomes is Jordan? I Joe, I think he has the capability of being that good. Wow. He's Joe, going, Joe, he's going with six. Joe, oh Joe in your white Rogers, you Rogers doesn't need to scramble. That's how good he, he is. No, he's like the Joe he's DiMaggio, he's man. Come on. Guess what? You take DiMaggio and I'll take Mickey Mouse. You want to take Mike Trout? You know the beauty. Listen, Joe. People, that Joe DiMaggio never dove for baseballs. Do you know why Joe DiMaggio never dove? He yeah, didn't he was need to. He got under everything because he could read the ball off the bat better than I anybody. Sorry, I'll, I'll take Willie Mays. I was going to say he got too drunk before the game. I'll take Willie. There, there's a reason that 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 Aaron Rodgers doesn't need to run and and wins a ton of games and puts up big numbers because yeah. he's the best pocket passer in the league. And but has also, been his whole life. Safe sometimes. Best pocket quarterback all time. Uh, his whole life, even better than Brady. What? You said best pocket passer quarterback. His whole life, you would say Aaron Rodgers. Are you saying that you take him over Brady? Statistically, or wins and losses and Super Bowls? No, just yeah, overall. Have different overall. things. Overall, no, 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 Joe. No. If you were starting a, a team and it was two thousands where it wasn't this week, where you need an athletic quarterback, would you take Brady or would you? Take if Rodgers? it was, a, but what if it was today? Because I would take well, I would take Rodgers over yeah, Brady today. Then you need an athletic quarterback who can move in the pocket, so you don't want Brady. You want at least Rodgers' ability because he can extend plays. But let's put it this way. If you watch the game, how many times did Mahomes break the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Chiefs' backs on just being able to scramble, be able to extend plays? I mean, his ability to move in the pocket and pick up 10 yards on a running play, even 15 yards, he does it like every week, and you're like, damn, he's that good. Like I, I know this. I, I he know is this. the LeBron James. You don't have to tell me how good Mahomes is, but again, I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna call him uh, LeBron. I, like that's insane. Yo, yo, LeBron's, LeBron's been yo, doing you know, it for like 15 years. Mahomes yo, has been doing it for 10 minutes. Cut the crap put, with that. If you want to put one team and one player on your Showtime game of the week, Mahomes and the Chiefs would be the number one team you would put on. Not Brady and the Bucks. Not Russell Wilson. It would be Mahomes. Oh, be Daniel Jones be- and the Giants. Stop with your stupid talk. <laughs> Mahomes is the most watched guy. It's just like uh, Christmas yeah, you're Day. Right. The Lakers are on the prime time. You're game. right. Seventeen years later, LeBron James is the biggest star in the NBA, and it doesn't matter if Steph Curry's here and Giannis. That's why LeBron plays a prime time game because he's still the stud. It's sorry. Why do you think they put Mahomes at four o'clock against Brady? It was Mahomes. You take Aaron Rodgers' career. I'll take Brady's career. We'll see how we fare. I'm going to take Mahomes' his career. Well, I was looking at that question. Sorry. I mean, I, I mean I again, say to say you would take Mahomes' career, I mean, it's it's like. I mean, Mahomes' career, his first two seasons, damn. It's, that's it's a long. Pretty, I know, it's, this, it's this small, but it's a great start to a career. It's a ha- Quarterbacks would dream to have the career that he started with. Joe, he's only getting better. He just said he just learned how to read defenses after the Super Bowl. Oh, what well, that listen, I, I'm not I'm not disputing how good he is. I'm saying, I'm saying I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait at least another season before I put him in Canton. Okay, and maybe five more. No, no, it does. I can't wait till Herbert succeeds, but Holmes is the greatest quarterback in does, NFL it history. Help. It'll be exciting. I mean, we we always do talk about Mahomes' greatness, and I'll finish up with this. You do realize the weapons that he has is probably unlike any other team in the NFL. Maybe other than the exception of the Buccaneers, with the running backs that he has, the he has the best tight end in football right now. I mean, the guy's third in receiving yards. What was Travis this thing Kelsey. you sent me on Instagram about Mahomes the other day? About his stats? What The only quarterback with 450 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, and like in games. Remember you sent it to me on Instagram? I don't, I don't he was He already had only as many 450-yard passing games, three touchdowns, and zero picks as – no, that was Justin Herbert. I think that was no. Herbert. I think it was Justin Herbert. I'm you not sure. I'm not sure. I have to look. Don't no, I, I can't Mahomes. think of – It's Mahomes. Just remember. Because he just threw have, for 462 have, yards – 
he was unstoppable. You just have to remember. We can't say, listen. We can't say. Joe, do you realize Mahomes? They should have two Super Bowls already under his belt. Yeah. If if, if Clark doesn't go off sides. They beat the Patriots. They win that Super Bowl. They crush the Rams in the Super Bowl. They'd have two, and they'd be going for a three-peat. And we'd be talking about a dynasty. They would have crushed the Rams. They played them that year, and it was 55 to 51. I think it would be a much. I think it would have been a much better game because the game Chiefs were just on a roll. And I think when you talk about Mahomes, just look at the last year's playoff games. They were down multiple, and every just, game they were down multiple. I just don't know if Rodgers or other quarterbacks in the league could have done what he did. Now, you listen, he is also a product of his system. He has one of the best coaches in the league, and he has the most talent. And that makes a huge difference because I, I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Mahomes would not be Mahomes if he was on the Chicago Bears or the Lions. So it do, it is nice to play with superstars. Just like Magic Johnson, he went to the Lakers and uh, the number one pick and had James Worthy and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Pat Riley as a coach. And, and, and Magic Johnson became who he is because of the surrounding players, not because – Hey, it does help. I mean, it, it's always a good thing to have that. It's, like, it's good to be – it's good to have our show. It's good to not play – your... When we added Joe to the show, it only added another don't, great don't, element. Don't give him more. Come on. You're right, Teddy. You're right. But don't give Joe, him more. Joe, he's not going to say it. He said it the other day when we were leaving. Oh, goes, Joe, you know I'm only breaking your stones, but don't give him he more. He said I when mean, we added on. Joe to the show, he goes, it really adds another element. The guy's got a ponytail now. I mean, he's got a nice beard. Come on. You're giving him more and more credibility now. Jesus. Keep feeding it, baby. Keep feeding it. You're feeding it. Oh, my God. Listen, I know Mahomes is great. Don't I? I, I don't mean to suggest he's not. I just like to wait till the guy's been in the year for oh, a league in the league for for four years before I start crowding him the greatest at anything. Well, you're Jason right. Look, I love Andy Reid. I credibility, Jace. I love Andy Reid. He's he's in a really great situation. Mahomes would win. No, he wouldn't. You can't. I mean, again. We went to the Jets right now. Hold on, hold on. I mean, literally. Listen, we just spent an hour talking about the importance of of being a quarterback with the right coach on the right team. Yes, with the right personnel. Yes. Again, how could how, why would you say that, Jace? Not good. Not good. He's Joker. he's blessed. That's why we're seeing something great because if this guy was on the Jets or the Bears, Lions. He'd be the next Rex Grossman. I mean, that's he, why Steve he, Young got traded from Tampa Bay and went to look, the 49ers and became one of the best quarterbacks. Right, listen. He went to a great organization with a great coach and great personnel. This this league has been full of the Colt McCoys of the world. Those guys in college who we were like, maybe, and then they go to the NFL and it's like, yeah, no, we we should have known that. <laughs> we we suspected it wasn't gonna work out, you know, because because th this isn't uh this is the Big 12, and, and we don't score 50 points a game anymore. How's Baker Mayfield doing? That's all, yeah. Don't, it's a hard – football's hard. Well, you can't just Football's say, hard at the next level. He would win and a if Super you're Bowl not in the right situation, you're going to have a really hard time winning. 100%. Again, I talked about – listen, right, going 16-0, and 0, I think it's harder to go 0-16. Yeah. Again, they're both really difficult things to do. Understand this. But to go 0-16 means your offense is a disaster. Your defense is a mess. Your special teams makes a ton of mistakes. Your coaching sucks. Your front office sucks. It's hard to be that bad. That's why I tell you Jacksonville's not as bad as Jacksonville looks. Jacksonville's got some things going on for them. It's not the worst organization. The Jets are. The Giants got a lot going for them right now. Yeah. That's why things coach. are improving. That's they how this it. works. They their identity. They got a good coaching staff, and that's what it comes down to. For, I you got to have, you gotta have the right coach. And you know what, Trevor? I'm going to defend something you said before. And, and again, you kind of brought up the race thing, and it really doesn't matter when it comes to Anthony Lynn. No. Anthony Lynn's just not a good head coach. Yes. It's, I mean, he doesn't mean he's coach. not a good football guy or yeah. a good football coach, but he's not a head coach. He's not a head coach. Hey, how did Bill O'Brien do? How did Bill O'Brien do? Sure. Again, we McAdoo, Pick Shermer. There's a lot of these guys yep. in the league Jeez. who are great. They're great. They're great coordinators. That you to be a head coach, you have to be able to take it next level. You've you've seen just in the last few weeks some of these coaches that have had to turn over play calling duties to their coordinators, and it's like, well, you're not a coordinator anymore. You're a head coach. Coach for God's sake. As a head coach, you're supposed to lead, and you designate. If listen, I'll put it to like this, Teddy. If you can't delegate play calling to someone you trust, 
You're an imbecile. No one likes you, and you're never going to have the right rapport with a team. Joseph, I love it. Thank you. You just put the period on the show. Thanks, buddy. See you guys later. (laughs) We'll be back at the end of the week. Like I said, we will have a discussion on who is the most non-value, non-quarterback, most valuable player. Who's there's a lot of them, but who is it? Defense, quarterback, it could be anybody. anybody. Who is it though? We might have a name in mind. We'll tell you on that on Friday. Also, Big Blue, a big, big matchup against going out west against the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson. We'll see how that giant team looks this week. We'll preview it all this coming week. We are keys to the city. We are we are everywhere. I should say Spotify. I don't even say Spotify anymore. We are on Spotify, iTunes. We are everywhere. Subscribe, like, comment, share. Keys to the city. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday.